0: Good morning and welcome to the Mr. Styles podcast in that episode four, excuse me, season four, episode 12, the week that was for November 7th, 2022. As always, thank you to my daughter for the intro music. In this episode, we're going to review the week that was, we're going to preview the upcoming week, tell a dad joke or two, possibly roll out an optional enrichment project for the second nine weeks, complain about the weather. See how we're adjusting to the time change. Maybe even complain about the Steelers. Hopefully we don't have to complain about them, but we won't know until tomorrow. So there's kind of a mystery going on here. We'll have all of this and maybe more in this week's episode of Mr. Styles Podcast. And that. We'll be right back after this brief musical interlude. So we're going to jump into the student email of the week. The student email of the week comes from name and period withheld due to student confidentiality. It begins, Mr. Sal, why are we voting on topics in class? Why can't you just decide for us? The choice I wanted was not picked, and that's not fair. I do not like this at all. Well, name and period withheld due to student confidentiality. I totally understand your feelings. However, sometimes that is what happens when we vote. The option we prefer does not win, but we do go, and we did go with the majority of the class. In only one class was the vote close, um, and that wasn't your class period. Unfortunately, I know that doesn't make you feel any better, but that is what sometimes happens. So uh, what I'll do is I will ponder this. I'll ponder your email a little bit more. And I'll see what I come up with and I'll get back to you. But you did ask a very good question. I do truly appreciate you letting me know how you feel about the upcoming lessons. You did it in the appropriate way. I let you guys vote on topics because you should have a little more say in how things go. Um, We're not quite ready for full choice boards, but I have been giving you guys a little more options to pick from a couple different options and we'll follow through with that. So that's how things are going. I do appreciate your email. Remember, you too can submit emails about class to my school email or message me via Schoology. Put the phrase student email of the week in the subject line and then your question or comment in the body of the email or message. Not only do you get your email read on the podcast, you get enrichment points for your effort. Now we're going to move on to the class updates. On all classes, this is a lot of information, so buckle up. All classes finished up the Night Witch assignment on Monday, and some classes chose to discuss it further, while other classes jumped into notes on 1943. That was early in the week. So we started out in the European theater, where the Allies made major headway. Um, but Stalin still wasn't happy with us. He's the dictator of Soviet Union, though, to remember that. So we were able to bomb Germany any time of day, due to our mastery of the air, the total air superiority of the Allies. We also had North Africa under control from Operation Torch the year before. So we decided to move on and invade Europe itself. But this is where the issues with Stalin come in. He'd been pushing us to invade either like into France or closer to Germany and put pressure on the German forces that were fighting him in Soviet Union. Pause for coffee. But we'd invaded Operation Torch in North Africa, and now we're going to move on to Italy. And he wanted us to keep you know, trying to push closer to Germany with um, either an invasion of France or closer to, to German homeland itself. And this is where it kind of gets neat. Um, we're going to throw, throw off the Axis powers from our plans. It's called Operation Mincemeat. We talked about this in class. They placed fake invasion plans on a dead body. Um, We're not going to get into all the specific details. But they gave the guy a a fake name, fake ID, and they released his body off the southern coast of Spain from a submarine. He washed up. The uh, fishermen found him and took him to the government. Now, remember, even though Spain was officially, the uh, Francisco Franco government was officially neutral, they were leaning towards... um, Siding with the Axis powers. They were better friends with the Axis powers. So they sent copies of the plans to the Axis. The plans stated that the Allies were going to invade Corsica and Sardinia, sardinia and research has also indicated they, they were going to go to Greece. I've also read where they said, you know, we're going to attack Sardinia, Corsica, and then go straight for Rome. So the Germans kind of pulled their forces back from southern Italy. Um, other research says, you know, Greece was part of the plan. Needless to say, the plan worked, and the Axis powers reinforced the areas mentioned in the plans they found. Then the Allies went on and instituted their real plan, Operation Husky, which had them invade Sicily and southern Italy. It took time, but we finally had ground forces on the European continent. If you remember, we showed on that one little video clip, the American Rangers, their you know their high-tech maps, three uh, three D models, you know, board with. Um, model of the ground with the mountains the rivers and such they didn't have gps they didn't have google maps they didn't have things like that they couldn't carry these maps with them they had to memorize them on the ship so we're finally in 1943 on the european continent itself in the pacific theater we discussed two topics the continuation of island hopping that's where we picked and choose, and I'm not even sure if that's proper English. I didn't have a chance to double-check my English grammar and see "choosed" is an actual word, but I'll check that out and get back to you in class. Um, Which islands, we chose which islands we would reclaim from the Japanese. Our goal was to get close enough to the homeland to launch air attacks from the islands to the Japanese. But we didn't want to waste men and resources on islands, that were not major, a major strategic advantage to us from Um The airfields, they could attack us from airfields. Pause for coffee. But after, in 1942, the attack at Midway, where we turned the tide on the Japanese, we, you know, turned around their plan to sneak attack us. And then in the Solomon Islands, the first battle of Guadalcanal, we really hurt their ability to attack us offensively with naval ships. So if it didn't have an air base, it wasn't that important to us because they couldn't get to us. They didn't have airplanes, to, if, you know, they couldn't fly airplanes off that island, they can't attack us. So we would bomb them, we'd shell them from the ships, but we weren't gonna invade them because it was gonna be a high loss um, and cost of, cost of lives and materials. Remember the Japanese had burrowed down and built Your reinforced bunkers in these islands. Some of these islands are made of volcanic rock, which is very hard. So they tunneled into these islands and it was going to be very difficult to get them out. So we were picking and choosing, change the format, the form of the the verb conjugation there. Little uh, English trick picking and choosing which islands we were going to attack. So we wouldn't, you know, not have to waste resources on every little island because it would take too long to we attacked every single island um we also carried out operation vengeance which was a plot to assassinate admiral hirohito admiral not hirohito oh my goodness it is this is rough this morning guys i'm going full decaf after a couple weeks of caffeinated coffee um Admiral Yamamoto, my bad, but I'm not paying up donuts on that one. Um, admiral Yamamoto was our target. He was the admiral who planned out Pearl Harbor. He planned out Midway. He was a military genius. He studied in the United States. He traveled to the United States. So people are like, well, how can he be such a genius if his plans weren't working? Remember. We used the code, the decoder machine, uh, Magic, to know what their plans were. So he was coming up with plans, but as they broadcast those plans to the different um, ships and such and bases around the Pacific, we were intercepting them and it took a while, but we were able to decode them. So we knew what the plans were in advance for the most part. So with Operation Vengeance, we find out that Admiral Yamamoto. Was going to be close, probably like on the very outskirts of where we could reach him with our planes. And when we knew the date and the time, they were very specific as to where he was going to be and what date and time. We launched planes to take him down. Um, and we did. We attacked his fighter escort and we attacked. They were in two bombers. His plane was shot down, uh, he was killed was successfully carried out to assassinate Admiral Yamamoto because he was a danger to the United States with his ability to plan. So those are the two big things, Island Hopping and Operation Vengeance from the Pacific Theater in 1943. We moved on to the home front, which started out with some, you know, pop culture and fluff. Uh, Yankees won the World Series, four games to one over the Cardinals. The Yankees were going to be in the World Series a lot during this time. Also on the baseball front, a women's professional baseball league was formed. The movie A League of Their Own was based upon this, and it's also, as I dropped my Apple Pencil, um, one of the streaming platforms has a series about A League of Their Own. I think that was actually filmed in and around the Pittsburgh region. True story about the professional women's baseball league. More pop. More pop culture news. The jitterbug was a very popular dance style. It was a specific form of swing dancing. It was like gym class on the dance floor. It was very popular back then. Uh, Professional football news. Some teams were having a hard time finding enough men to field a full team. Two such teams merged together in 1943 for that season. They were the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles. The two teams combined became the Steagles. S-T-E-A-G-L-E-S, the Steagles. Then we moved on to some heavier topics, such as FDR freezing the economy to prevent inflation. To make a long story short, the government had to put a wage freeze into effect for the workers, also prevent them from striking, um, because we had to keep the war effort going. The the industries cranking out war materials for the military. Also, they put a price freeze on all goods. So this artificially froze the economy, created an artificial economy to hold things in order. Um, the idea was, after the war, they'll sort out the economy and they'll you know, negotiate wages and prices and all of that after the fact. But during the war, they didn't want such things as inflation, um, worker strikes and things like that to derail the war effort. So the government stepped in And created an artificial economy, so to speak, um, freezing wages and prices. Because remember, when there are fewer consumer goods, which they weren't making any consumer goods during the war, very few of them, um, with a very limited supply, but there was a high demand, the price would skyrocket and they didn't want that to happen. Then we got into a little bit of a darker subject. We talked about the racial issues that arose in 1943. Uh, Several Cities around the nation had race riots. In Detroit, it was probably the worst. Uh, the race riots there became so bad, the government had to send in federal troops. We were in the middle of fighting a war to save our country, and in turn, ter- uh, we turned on each other to the extent the military troops had to be called into Detroit to stop the violence. Those were very dark days indeed. There was a lot going on behind it. Um, poor living conditions. You had rumors flying. You had people intentionally instigating um you know people on both sides of the issue getting them drawing them into fights in the streets and it you know, just kind of steamrolled from there snowballed from there and things became very bad so that's pretty much where we left off i know that was a good bit of information we're going to take a break and be right back after this and hopefully hopefully i get things straightened out So we don't have, we don't keep having these misspeaks because I don't have to buy all the classes, donuts. I'll be right back after this. And we're back. So, we covered a lot of information on the week in review. And, oh, siren sound, siren sound. You know what that means. It's time for the optional enrichment assignment of the week. Oh, hitting ads. Still having technical difficulties. Man, oh, man, what a rough morning this is. So, There was not going to be an optional enrichment assignment this week. However, name and period withheld due to student confidentiality's email made me think, and now we have an optional enrichment assignment you may complete if you want to. The optional enrichment assignment is to review the cartoons and propaganda during World War II. I have a video for you to watch and answer some questions on the viewing guide. There'll be a couple of opinion discussion questions to complete for you to finish out the assignment this optional enrichment assignment will close out by the beginning of Thanksgiving break if you're interested in this see me and I will push it out to you we're still going to do the deep dive on the zoo uh, on the oh, whole started uh, giving away the topic on the darker topic that we voted on pause for coffee we're gonna do the deeper dive on the darker issue um, bummer issue. But if you want to go and do the uh, propaganda assignment with cartoons and propaganda, you may do that. That's an extra assignment. That will give you some leeway and kind of bolster your grades. If you don't do well on any tests or quizzes, you're good to go. So see me if you're interested in that. Now, we're going to get back to our regularly scheduled podcast And speaking of our regularly scheduled podcast, we're now at your favorite part of uh, your favorite part of the podcast and mine, the dad joke of the week. Thank you. Thank you very much, my virtual studio audience. Easy. Okay. Now, this dad joke of the week comes from bestlife.com. If two vegans get in a fight, they get into an argument, is it still considered a beef? Come on. Get it? Vegans? Vegans? Don't eat meat? If they get into an argument, is it still beef? Rough crowd this morning. Then again, I probably deserve that because I am stumbling over my words. And over the buttons on the iPad. What a crazy morning it has been. I've been outside. It is cold and the temperature is only going to drop. So... We're going to move on to next week's preview. We're going to begin the week with either a deeper dive into the race riots of 1943. And I kind of hinted at this, specifically the Zoot Suit riots in Los Angeles. Or we're going to do a short mystery activity. Then we'll jump into the deeper dive. So that's the game plan. We're either going to do a short mystery activity or jump straight into the deeper dive on the race riots, the Zoot Suit riots of 1943. After we do that, we're going to give an overview to how cartoons helped the war effort. Remember, we did that vote last week. It said one topic, we're going, to, we're going to cover both topics. One will be a deep dive and one will be just a general overview. So depending on how long this takes, we may or may not get into the notes on 1944, but we're going to do the Zoot Suit Riots, and then we're going to get into um, a little bit of an overview of the cartoons and have a mystery activity. Also remember, I give you time in class to study, and that's when you should look over your flashcards, that's when you should look over your notes, because quizzes can be given at any time, so please use your time wisely, and speaking of quizzes being given at any time, hint, 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 you have, once again, you have a short mystery activity coming up early next week. Since all assignments lead through Schoology, please bring your charge Chromebook to class. Phones are not permitted to be used in class. And also as a quick reminder, I'm now posting the notes that I write on the interactive TV in class, posting them into a Google Drive folder as a PDF. I place the links to that folder in the front page of Schoology for each class period. So there's information for you. Um, If you have any questions, You know, please see me. If you need notes, check with your classmates, and I can help you fill in the blanks from there because not all the notes get written down on the interactive whiteboard because I have everything posted in the Prezi. We do a lot of discussion. Pause for coffee. Speaking of coffee, I'm getting low, so we'll be right back after this brief musical interlude. And I'm back. Broadcasting from right next to the coffee maker has its perks. Um, one thing I didn't mention, all makeup work is due. If you miss any makeup assignments, they are due by technically um, seven weeks. The end of the seventh week of school occurs right before winter break. But I am going to give you, because I'm not going to grade anything over winter break. I'll be very truthful with you. That's uh, family time. If you owe me any missed assignments, the day we come back from winter break, which I believe is January 3rd, that's the plan, that is the last day I will accept makeup work. We're not going to do what we did this time and accept work up until the last day of the nine weeks. Can't do it. Uh, It's too hectic that time of year. It's the end of the semester. So there's a lot going on. Um, So that's where we stand with things. If you owe me anything, it has to be turned in the day we come back from winter break. Otherwise, the zero stays in the grade book. I think that's fair because I've actually extended it um, a good bit of time. It should be sooner than that. But that's how that stands. Um, School announcements. They're as follows. Check out the What's Up New Brighton Internet Show. We just posted our Latest episode Last week It's informative It's fun It's student run We have our club meetings The third Tuesday of each month If you're interested Send me an email I'll get you on the club list What's up New Brighton has a TikTok channel Check that out You know you can check out ebooks from the school library Over the school year And over the summer Check out with Mrs. Uh, check out with Mrs. Berger For details <laughs> I get it Check out Books Details Got it Um take a look at that we have the keystone makeups if you have to make up keystone exams that's coming up in early December I am proctoring one of the keystone makeups I forget which one I believe it's algebra I will let you know what date that is on next week's podcast we've been having a host of colleges and technical schools coming to the high school Um, please check in my room and right outside my room and up in guidance for the list They are bringing them in for your college visits. Check that out. And we're pretty much getting ready to wrap up the end of the podcast. I want to mention several things. First of all, the ideas, jokes, comments of this podcast are of my own, not those of any other entity or organization. If you like something, please let me know. If you dislike something, please let me know. I don't mind constructive criticism. Second, about several organizations and websites do a lot of good for others. The first is PAECT the Pennsylvania Association for Educational Communications and Technology. If you're an educational stakeholder, check out PAACT.org to see what's going on in the educational technology around Pennsylvania, the United States, the globe, and the universe. Join thousands of educational stakeholders to network and help strengthen the use of best practices in educational technology today. Speaking of PAACT, check out the PAACT pod, a live stream, and podcasts where we discuss current events going on in PAECT. We interview interesting guests and share our best practices and tech tools to use in an educational setting. The PACT pod can be found on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and anywhere you find great podcasts. PAECT, we are the voice of EdTech in Pennsylvania and beyond. The second is 211.org. You can dial 211 on any phone or go to 211.org and any internet connected device to find local social services in your area of the United States and most of Canada. If you're an individual or family in need, please reach out to this fantastic resource for help. Once again, dial 211 on any phone or go to 211.org on any internet connected device. We also have the website and app, 511pa.com. 511pa is an app and internet site. Uh, someone also said you could dial that on your phone. I'm not 100% sure of that. It's a great resource for travelers, especially this time of year. 501PA um, shows you the driving conditions across the state, where the location of snow plows are as we get into that season, has traffic cams to show live traffic conditions around the state, on state highways and interstates, accidents, things of that nature. So you know, use this resource. I've used it multiple times. In the winter and over the summer when traveling, check out 511pa.com or the app 511pa. Well, everybody, that wraps up this week's show. Have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy, you know, time. It's probably an indoor kind of weekend because it's going to be very cold today. It's cold outside now. The temperature is dropping. I'm going to go make some French toast. Once again, it's a French toast weekend here at the Salvucci household. Then I'm going to go keep warm. Um hope to see you guys on Monday If you need something to do Elwood City High School has their Musical this weekend Seats are still available Check it out, go to the Elwood City School District's website um, They're Performing Godspell, it's a great Musical Check it out if you need something to do This weekend, it's nice and warm in the Auditorium there also So check it out, take care everybody I will see you later And here's the music to escort you into the weekend.